Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Stand to your feet. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade. It is an honor and privilege that if you have taken the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey, we call life and to those on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network right now, listening right now, a special shout out to you. Thank you for your love and support everyone across the world that has listened uh, to this conversation. Thank you so much. And then wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I want to just say Happy New Year. We made it. Now, I know some of us, uh, we may have lost people. Uh, during this time of 2020, and I know uh, this has been a up and down year, and a, an emotional roller coaster, a physical uh, emotional <laughs> of a roller coaster. It's just been an up and down uh, year, and I just want to say, listen, all seasons, all storms must come to an end. And guess what? This will end. And I just want to say, listen, we've learned a lot in 2020. No matter where you are in the world. We've learned, uh, we got a chance to examine ourselves. We got a chance to have clear vision now. We got a chance to uh, get it right now. And we got a chance to now not only love the Lord thy God with everything we have, but also love our neighbor as ourselves. We get another chance to do that. All the wrongs we get to make right now in 2021. Ain't no such thing as let's not do resolutions talking about this gonna be my year. Listen, every day that we as above ground is your day, not just your year, but every day, because next year is not promised as we can always see. So listen, we're going to finish this strong with the how to apply faith. And for those of you joining us for the very first time, definitely a happy new year to you as well. And thank you for joining this conversation. Listen, you could be doing anything right now. Everything is all online. This Zoom, that Zoom podcast here, podcast there. Listen, this station, that station. Listen, you could be doing anything, but you decided to join. This is the day with Pastor Wade. And I don't take that lightly at all. But let me definitely tell you what This is the day with Pastor Wade is all about. We'd like to discuss various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at all right now. Don't get me started on that. Or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what we think, feel, or believe, without judgment, will not be made to feel like our feelings or opinions are not valid. And we can have an honest and free conversation here on This is the Day with Pastor Wade, you know we're going through a lot of stuff here. Listen, we're closing this year out. You know, some people wanted to skip 2020 and jump right into 2021. But listen, the, the great year of 2021 that you're going to have, you could not have it without 2020. If you haven't learned anything about yourself, if you haven't connected to God like you should have been, if, you're, if you have not been planning in this time of quarantine and or isolation, your next move and we are ready to hit the ground running, I don't know what to tell you. That means you've wasted this time. But guess what? Do not fret. Do not fear. Guess what? 
we got another chance to get it right. And then, you know, in this time of uncertainty, everything that we're going through from COVID, don't get me started on that. Now, the vaccine is here. Don't even get me started on that. Uh, listen, I, I, I can't tell you what to do either way. I'm just telling you, Pastor Wade is not doing it at all. Uh, so, and but we've been rocked. We've been shaken. You know, we just said Happy New Year to 2020. And then uh, we lost the late, great Kobe Bryant. And then we went right into uh, uh, COVID. And then that's not including all the social unrest that has been going on, even though that social unrest did not just start this year. Social unrest has been in the United States of America for generations. It's just everybody now has a camera phone or a video recorder on their phone right now. So now, and then because of social media, we're in the microwave age. That's why you're able to see it right now. But all of this kind of things have been happening for generations. Uh, and then I know people's faith have been affected. Some of you, doubt could be creeping in. Uh, you may feel paralyzed and cannot move. And, and, God was just saying, let we go back to the basics. I was like, okay, Lord, and it don't matter where you are in your faith walk, whether you have no faith at all or faith the size of a mustard seed or faith the size of a watermelon. There is always room for growth. And listen, if you haven't listened to any of our other shows or joined any of our conversations, listen, go back and listen, listen, this is episode 12. I don't know if we're going to continue this conversation because this was a pretty powerful thing. And our next conversation we're going to have is the power of choice. Oh, my goodness. We are going to go in with the power of choice. Choose ye this day ha! whom you will serve. Oh, I can't wait till we start that conversation because we've talked about how to apply faith. And then the series before that, for this one, uh, we talked uh, how to uh, treat one another. That before that, we talked about the 10 principles of for a successful relationship. And before that, we talked about end times. Uh, what does it look like? And so trust me, go back and listen to those conversations. You can still comment on those conversations because you can always find me at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I'm always accessible to you. It does not matter. I believe in ironing, sharpening iron, even though the church has forgotten about that. I believe in, in the power of touch. I believe in connection and fellowship because that is what we are divinely built to do. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? You know, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I get all, I get sometimes emotional about that because God is in the people business without question. He's in the people business. This shrinking back, social distancing, let's, we're going to just stay away from each other because we're together, we're powerful together, stronger together than we are separate. And, and for the simple fact that people are just, just forgot everything of how to be in a relationship or don't even know how to have one is just been really taxing on a lot of people. That's why depression is up. Suicide is up. Why? Because people are in isolation. Because why? Because the iron are not touching iron and a man can't sharpen the continence of, of his friend. Because why? When you talk about that word continence, that word continence means that facial expression. You know, when you see somebody that you love and you like, whatever, and they face light up like a Christmas tree, ain't none of that going on. One, you can't see them because everybody wearing a mask. Oh, don't get me started on that foolishness. And then another thing is we got to stay six feet apart. So now we can't touch. We're defying everything that goes against God. Did I say that out loud? 
Oh, I did say that aloud. Yes, I did say social distancing is not of the God. But that's another story. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me just bring you quickly up to speed, because if you haven't listened to our other conversations on how to apply faith, uh, we're doing, uh, we talked about how to share faith, which was a three-part in that. We talked about uh, Philip and the eunuch. I would suggest you go back and study that uh, in your Bible about Philip and the eunuch. But uh, when it talks about how to apply faith to that, Philip teaches us uh, how to witness effectively. He also teaches us, Philip teaches us uh, how to trust in God. Philip also was a man who had good character. Also, Philip was prepared in his heart and knowledge. Philip was also uh, using the scriptures and Philip was usable. See, these are the things that we have to be. We, we have to be, you got to be an effective witness, be able to teach. We got to trust in God. That's major. We got to have good character because what did I say last time when we in our conversation? I says, uh, when we ask people or tell people, do you want to be saved? Or we're really asking people, do you want to be like me? And if your lifestyle or you're not a great representation of it, that's why people sometimes, that's why we can't win as many souls for the Lamb's Rose. We should because people looking at us like, why the heck would I want to be like you? <laughs> Okay, I'm just asking for a friend. I'm just saying. Also, you got to remember, you got to be prepared in heart and knowledge. Listen, out of the heart come the issues of life, people. Come on, we know that. Man, we got issues. And you can see a whole bunch of people's issues coming out right now. Listen, nobody's issues are hidden, especially in social media. You know everybody want to tell all about their issues right now. I mean, oh my God. We got people just right now just saying, this is going to get COVID tests because this is the thing to do. And then they want to put on the social media, I got I got COVID tests where I'm negative or positive. Just shout out like it's a thing to do like we care. Just because you, whatever is between you and your doctor, that's you. But no, we live in this world where we live loud. We try to be relevant. We we want people to know our business. Then we want to hide sometimes. Well, just pray for me. Ain't nothing wrong with them. Don't get me started on that. But listen, we got to have a good heart. And right now we're seeing a lot of people, especially in the church. I ain't even talking about the world right now. Listen, I, people of the world right now. I'm, and when I say people of the world, people that do not believe in God right now, I understand why you don't believe in God. I get it. I understand why you don't come into a church. I get it. Be because you're looking at the church and looking at the world and you go, what do I need to change? Because the same thing that's in the world is in the church. Oh, did I say the wrong thing? I think I said it. I think I said the wrong thing, but I didn't. <laughs> that is the truth. Because the church is clearly conformed to the world right now instead of being transformed by the renewing of our mind so we can prove what is good acceptable and perfect will of god there ain't no proving right now we can't prove nothing what we proving that we're conformed to the world because we shut everything down just because somebody says so a dr fauci you know oh my god don't get me started on dr fauci we we did that then we covered up our best weapon with masks so now we can't i got preachers and everybody want to say hallelujah with the mask on and I can't hear you. I don't understand what you're saying. We've conformed that way. We have not equipped people at all whatsoever for going through the valley. And we want to know why a faith has been affected. This is why we have to have a conversation on how to apply faith. We use all these scriptures. We've been jumping, shouting and screaming for years, decades, generations, and we have not equipped people at all. And you can see it 
in this moment. I had to write a letter to God. I put it on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So y'all should go check it out. And it, it starts off with, dear God, it, listen, I had to tell him how sorry I am and what we have done as the church. And I had to write an apology. And I even cried while I was writing it because it hit me really hard because we have to apologize uh, to God because this is our moment. This is the day right now that we're supposed to be leading the charge. We're supposed to be that bridge, helping the world shepherd through this go, a global valley experience. We're supposed to be getting them through pointing them towards God, and we are failing miserably. Why? Because our witness has been affected. Second, because we haven't trusted in God. Third, because our character, our real character is being revealed. Fourth, because we have a heart and knowledge condition, and especially with knowledge. Listen, what I find funny that, you know, especially in black culture, in black churches right now, you know, well, you know, if COVID affects black people two or three times more than any other culture, really. So COVID is, is racist right now, is prejudice. Second of all, uh, you cannot get that kind of information. COVID started in March, even though it really started before that. You cannot get that information in less than two or three months. And we are now eight to nine months in. Matter of fact, in order for you to know anything like that, you would, it would at least take a minimum of three years. But this is what I'm talking about, knowledge. People have no knowledge. They want to listen. Don't I can't even say that right now because there's just some people out there right now they love spreading misinformation. You know, somebody transitioned and passes away on a Saturday. On Sunday morning, they're trying to say it's COVID. Did, did no autopsy, did nothing, No, have no information, but oh, it's COVID. Stop it. This is what I'm talking about, no knowledge. Also, scriptures, man, you got to know the word of God. My goodness, you got to know the word. And also, we got to be usable. Listen, you always hear me say your best ability you say it with me. Come on, y'all, is availability. That's it. I don't care what talents or gifts that you have. If you're not available, they mean nothing. Oh, boy. I'm in so much trouble. We haven't even started yet. But ladies and gentlemen, that was just a little quick review. And also to bring everybody up to speed. Uh, and, and as we go, listen, all my people right there that are listening on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network right now. Listen, let's, we, we ready, ready to go. You know what we do. This is how we do it. Let's make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright position. And if you feel any turbulence on this plane, that means God is shaking at the very root what does not belong here. And if you're with somebody right now listening, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Let's go in, y'all. And we're going to talk about how to share faith inside of how to apply faith. And this is part four of how to share your faith in the application of faith. We also, I just told you, we talked about Philip earlier. So you might be asking yourself a question. Well, Pastor Wade, what else can I do? I am so glad you asked. Well, here's some other things that we can do when you talk about how to apply faith. How do we win souls for the lamb's role? Uh, you know, that uh, working on our character and integrity to show the world who God is for his glory. We got to ask for the heart and strength, perseverance, patience, gifts, and the willingness of our church to obey. We got to ask for more prayer warriors, y'all. Listen, 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 listen. One thing that the Bible talks about is, you know, people want to say, you know, God, uh, please take what I'm going through away from me. You know, uh, keep me from it. No, 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 no. What we should be praying for is the strength to endure. 
you know, people want to uh, disqualify the call, say, well, I'm going through this, so I, I can't be called anymore. No, 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 no. You already answered the call. Now you got to go through the valley. Now you got to persevere now. Now you got to have patience. Now you got to use your gifts. Now you got to be willing to obey God's word. And guess what? You're going to need some people around you that know how to pray. Now, not even just for yourself, but listen, call up somebody and say, listen, you don't have to pray for me right now at this moment, but in your prayer time, when you know they pray, hey, pray for me, man. Keep me in your prayers. Listen, I got a list of people that live. I could just be sitting watching TV and they'll come to my mind and I'll just, I'll just pray as I'm watching TV because Listen, it's not, you know, I know some folks want to be ritualistic. They want to light candles and, you know, I got to get on my knees and take 10 hours to do all that. Listen, won't you just start speaking their name right there? Ain't no TV go distract me from uh, prayer right now because I'm really not paying attention to what's on TV anyway uh, because something is may hit my spirit. Something may be going through my mind. Matter of fact, something on the TV may trigger to remind me to pray for something. Listen, a prayer is just a continual conversation with God. It's continuous. And we definitely got to do that, man. We got to get all this. Stop getting all this. I'm sorry, folks, that don't go to church. I know, man. I, I, I'm sorry that I got to talk like this. But listen, we do some crazy stuff in church, just ritual. And we don't even know why we do it. We just do stuff just on autopilot, jumping, hollering, screaming. For what? Nobody's transformed. Nobody uh, is really closer to God. Nobody is equipped, as you can see now, as we go through this valley right now. And listen. We got to ask for heart strength and perseverance, patience, and uh, use our gifts. Next thing you can do when you say, what else can I do, Pastor Wade? I'm glad you asked. Effective witnessing comes out of our devotional life and gratitude towards Jesus and not out of obligation. You know, listen, and I've been guilty of this too. You know, sometimes you go to church out of obligation because, you know, first of all, you, you love to serve, but... After a while, you know, when you keep doing it, sometimes you now it's an obligation. Sometimes now you can be on autopilot and then you you're really disconnected from what God really wants you to do. And then also you're caught up into the ritualisticness of church and now you're doing it out of obligation. And then you, you forget about now being devotional, like really taking the time to meditate on the word day and night now becomes this obligation or you feel bad if you don't do it. God don't want a relationship like that. God want a relationship where you just do it. Like it's just a lifestyle. It's not something that you just go, oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to read my Bible today. Oh, no, 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 no. You are the word. The word is inside of you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, the word is inside of you. So you're supposed to be a walking epistle. That's why I love the movie with Denzel Washington called The Book of Eli. Y'all remember that? Yes. Well, the whole time is one of the characters was trying to get the Bible because he wanted to use the Bible as a weapon because the Bible is a weapon. And he wanted to use the words of the Bible as a weapon to control people. And so he was at, he was too busy trying to get the book and did not realize that the word was inside Eli, the man. That he had downloaded the word. God had put so much word in him. He had learned so much word that he had been meditating on it day and night. It was in him. And that's what we need to get back to. That's what we need to actually get to. If you want to become an effective witness, if you want to apply your faith, if you want to be able to share your faith, don't be just, it's not just about, hey, I'm just going to get up and go witness to somebody. No, no, no. Let your life be a witness. And because you spoke, we're built to be in relationship and fellowship with each other, guess what? Somebody, as you're in your talks with somebody, God should always come up. Like, there's no way you can come around me and God not enter the subject. We could be talking about sports and God's going to enter. Listen, I, I, I got a group of guys that we always talk to. I mean, without fail. 
without question. We always talking. And some way, shape, or form, God is always going to come up in our conversation some way, shape, or form. I can't get around it. And especially if people find out when I'm a pastor, oh my God. Uh, listen, it really starts to come up. And all of a sudden, everybody got questions, which I don't mind. Listen, and I don't have all the answers either. <laughs> but listen, I try to work on this thing like we all should be trying daily, taking up our cross daily, beating ourselves daily. Listen, trying to get better daily, trying to mature, striving for perfection. Oh boy, did I say the wrong thing? Do I have any friends left? Man, I hope I have some friends left. Man, come on, man, this is New Year's. Well, it's actually New Year's Eve that we're having this conversation. So, but somewhere around the world, it is 2021. So, Happy New Year. And listen, if you're still my friend, hit me up at Real Pastor Wade. Wade is spelled W-A-I-D on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I know you got it. Most of the world got a Facebook, Facebook Instagram, or Twitter. <laughs> so hit me up. Listen, just tell me you love me. Even you can even tell me you don't you don't agree with me. You can even tell say something. Listen, I'll interact with you. It's not a problem. Next thing, ask God what the needs are. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> so th th here's the thing, too. We talk about how to share faith when you talk about application, applying faith. Do we ever ask God what the needs really are? <laughs> I mean, and then sometimes God will probably just say, just look. You can see what the needs, because if you're in fellowship and relationship with each other, you can even see the needs of the people and what God wants. Matter of fact, the Bible is God's last will and testament, even though it's not the complete Bible. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Some bishop just got upset. Some pastor just got upset. Yeah, it's not complete. Even we, And we know that because it says that in the word. We know that part, different parts have been taken out. And my, my thing is we, we still can't do just two things in there. Love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. We can't even do those two things. So to me, I don't care. It doesn't matter really what's missing <laughs> because we can't even do those two things. He said everything hangs on these two. Oh, boy. But asking God what the needs are. So listen. And, and it's just like, God, show me something. You could just say that. Or, God, what, what are the needs right now? Listen, when I show up on the scene anywhere, I know usually if I'm on the scene somewhere, whether it's personal, business, or, or whatever it is, I'm there to be the difference maker without question. I'm there to be the difference maker, whether it be in service, wh whatever it is, background. And listen, I don't have to be the star. That's not me. I'm just there to serve. And then even if something's right, not right in the atmosphere, I'm supposed to bring something to change, to shift it. Listen, so if you have Wade come up on the scene and it ain't right spiritually, oh, I'm going to know. <laughs> God's going to tell me. I'm going to know and I'm there to change the atmosphere. And sometimes you, you may not, you may hate me. You may not invite me anymore, but usually where I'm supposed to be somewhere and I'm supposed to be there to be the difference maker. And a lot of you right now that are in this conversation right now are there to be the difference maker. Listen, God is revealing, not only asking what you need, but he also reveals it to as well. And, and understand this. Next thing. Make sure you care. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one right there. You got to make sure you care. We can say all of this. I can give you all these tools. We can talk about this and go back and forth all day. But if you don't care, I mean, really care, you always hear me say, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. 
So if you don't care, your knowledge, your talents, your gifts mean absolutely nothing. Your anointing means absolutely nothing if people don't know you care. And that's a big problem right now that is going on while we go through this Global Valley experience is people are upset with the institution of church because the institution of church is showing they don't really care because of the lack of fellowship, the lack of connection, the lack of touching, the, 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 just the conforming to the world's standards. They're upset right now. How do, oh, somebody's just, I know somebody just said, well, Pastor Wade, how do you know they're upset? Because I've asked them. Nobody. See, the leaders in the church, they don't really want to know what the people think and care about. No, 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 no. They don't want to really know because if they did really want to know, a lot of things would be different right now. That's why if, if you get me on the leadership call or you get me uh, in anywhere, I represent the people. <laughs> Forget the institution. I'm going to represent the people because that's who you need to talk to. That's who we all need to talk to. What are people experiencing? What are you going through right now? What are you seeing right now that I may not be seeing? And try to connect with them. That The church is really the people, not the building. Yeah, I said it. The church is not the building at all. No building across of the world. That is not the church. The church are God's people. And you can look that up and study that for yourself. The church is not a building whatsoever. But we have shiny buildings, shiny stadiums, shiny platforms, shiny things all across the world right now. And that is not the church. When you talk about the gospel of Jesus, that was door to door. That was uh, in people's homes. That is really where it started. And that's really, really it should be. Jesus is on the move. Jesus is not stationary. Uh-oh, 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 I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. He's never stationary. Always on the move. Always. Next thing, since I'm in trouble, I might as well get in more trouble. <laughs> Next thing, what else you can do? Ask God to send his spirit, capital S, his Holy Spirit. Don't be just sending the spirit. Well, just send me a spirit. Well, listen. Here's the thing about the spiritual world, if you don't understand. Listen, when you tap into it, the spirit world is just the spirit world. There is no good spirit world and no bad spirit world. It's whatever, how you use it. Both are there, the good and the bad. But my sheep will know me by the sound of my voice. You better know who you're listening to, and you better know who you're calling on. That's why we call God by name. <laughs> so you can access him. Oh, boy. Ask God to send his spirit to soften the hearts of the people. My goodness. You, you heard me say I wrote that uh, Dear God letter uh, on my uh, social media because that is one of my prayers. God, soften our hearts. man. Listen, take the scales off our eyes. Like, wow, what are we not seeing? Like, oh, my God. They swear COVID is the worst thing since the bubonic plague, since AIDS. And it's not at all. <laughs> They swear people are dying left and right. But here's the deal about that. I am not minimizing if you've lost anybody, especially in 2020. I'm, I'm not minimizing at all. Matter of fact, my heart goes out to anybody that has lost anybody for any reason in 2020. For any reason, whether it be from natural causes to anything, my heart goes out of you because when anybody transitions from this plane to the next, we miss them. Our humanity misses them. We wouldn't be human if we didn't miss our loved ones. But we have got to stop giving power to COVID. 
Stop it. We have got to stop giving power to that. No, no, no. One thing, I, let me help somebody. Understand this. 120 people die per minute. 7,200 people die per day. 65 million people die per year. And I'm just giving you those statistics. Why? Because, because of sin. We were all begin to born. We began to die. So when a baby is born, as beautiful as a baby is, it starts to die. It starts to deteriorate. What happens is we got to take care of our temple. That's another thing that we need to teach people what to be doing right now. Instead of focusing on what COVID is, is the renamed flu right now, which they can't even determine if it's a virus or if it's a uh, bacteria. They still up in the air about that. What we should be teaching people, too, is how to take care of their temple, how to take care of their their heart, how to take care of their body, how to take care of their immune system. That's what we should be teaching people, what to eat, not taking medications all the time or vaccines because our medicine is in our food. That's what we should be teaching people from the church on down. We should be leading the charge in all that, how to be healthy, wealthy all around. That's what we should be teaching people right now. But no. We want to say, oh, COVID is real. Oh, COVID sucks. Well, everything ain't about COVID, but everything is about God. <laughs> oh, man. Did y'all feel that? Is anybody else in trouble like me right now? Well, it, it doesn't matter because the truth is the truth. All I'm here to do, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk is I just try to widen your gaze, just give you another perspective on it. Just, just, just instead of having the tunnel vision that the world wants you to see, open it up a little bit and go, wait a minute, let me look at this whole thing. And instead of being reactionary, respond. That's where the word responsibility comes in. You, you're able to respond versus just react. See, when you react, it's just all in emotions. But also when you respond, you're, that's emotions under control. Because see, like my girl, Minister Coco at our church, and I'll, listen, I'll always give her credit for this. She says it's okay by, to be affected by the world, but what's happened is we shouldn't be infected. <laughs> and right now, the church's faith right now, the church's eyes right now, the church's spirit right now is infected. And there's only one healing cure. Well, I should say healing, not a cure. Because, you know, a cure is something can change. But there's only one healing for it. And that's the word of God, the power of God, by believing in him, trusting in him, asking for his Holy Spirit, the comforter, the counselor. That is the only thing that will be able to get us through and to give people knowledge like we talked about. But I'm just saying I'm asking for a friend. Also, we need to make a list of people we need to pray for. We already talked about that, you know, for the concerns of the town. You especially listen, you know, I'm from L.A., uh, Los Angeles, the city of the angels. Listen. L.A. got a spirit of its own. And and listen, this this town needs constant prayer because, you know, we got Hollywood, Holly Weird. We got everything out here in Los Angeles. Listen, there's such a demonic presence in Los Angeles. I've been here all my life. I know it well. I know it well. And uh, especially with people, transplants that come from uh, other towns and want to come to L.A. and think they're going to run stuff here. Uh-oh, this is a different atmosphere. Just like I can't go to uh, Florida or Miami or, or Texas. Those are different atmospheres. I can't think the way I operate here in L.A. is going to be the same when I operate in another state. Different atmosphere. You know, when you talk about there's familiar spirits, things like that. Listen, but if you stay connected to God, God will reveal all those things to you. But if we keep our character and integrity. If we remember who God is, we can be able to step into any atmosphere and be able to change it. 
That's why we need to make a list of people we need to pray for, their concerns of their town, which they live in. Also, the uh, concerns God gives us. God's going to give us the concerns of it. When we step into areas, he will give us different concerns of that area. All you got to do is just listen. And and you want to know another way that you'll know? Start fellowshipping with the people. Ask your people, hey, you know, introduce yourself. Start finding out what's going on around here. Tell me about your town. I was uh, uh, on my way to do a Bible study uh, in Akron and uh, some things got canceled. So what happened is um, one of the partners, because uh, I'm a, going to be uh, uh, a head of an entertainment company called Shay J Entertainment. We also going to have a mobile ministry, which is part of that uh, as well. That's part of our charity uh, division. So people hire us or, or I should say, invite us to come into their homes, things like that, to do a, what we call a night of understanding. So what happens is the, the head of the company, her name is uh, Shannon. And what happens is she was telling me about Akron, Ohio, which is where she's from. And she was telling me how witchcraft is present there. She was telling me different things about the city because here I am, you want me to come do a night of understanding. And here I need to know what's going on. What is your city known for? What is things going on there? That's why I wanted to come early to get a feel for the town, see what's going on in that state of Ohio to get to feel what God is saying about that. But you got to have a connection. I also got to have a relationship with somebody there. I also got another friend. He's from, I call him the mayor. He's the mayor of Seabus. Tells me all the things about Ohio. I was asking him about Ohio and things like that. Trying to get to know what's going on. So I, what do I need to pray for? What do those people need to hear? Stuff like that. And then when I get there, I can listen from God. Like, God, what do you want me to tell this people? What do you want us to talk about? And I was going to have them participate and tell me what's going on in their life. And then God can move and he can open things up versus me just standing there, just giving a sermon. Yeah, yeah. This thing is about relationship, folks. When you talk about how to apply faith, how to share it. Share, share, share. Relationship. This is all about relationship. Next thing, you got to know that God can and will use you. No matter how little or how much you know, God uses the regular folks over the pastors, leaders, and the superstars. Don't get me started. That's 1 Corinthians one twenty-seven. And that says, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. Listen, we try to listen to all these pastors, leaders, and all these superstars, especially all these entertainers. Oh, my God. I don't know what how to help anybody. I want to help so many people that, listen... They listen to all these entertainers with everything because we look up to these people. These are our people, quote unquote, are our influence. And we never look at, they don't know no more than you. And a lot of times some of them are speaking, they get paid to do that, to tell you that. Because why? The world uses their influence to influence you. If you get the leaders, guess what? The people will follow. Kind of like Jesus did the same thing. What did he do? He got leaders of the community. Why? Because they didn't believe in him yet. They didn't know who he was yet, but they knew who the leaders of the community were. Same thing with uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Got all the governors of the provinces, everybody. Why first? To get them indoctrinated first. Guess what? If we get them indoctrinated first, guess what? They can do the same to the people. It's just that simple. Listen, and you just heard me say, 1 Corinthians one twenty-seven. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. Oh, boy. Listen, don't get mad at me. I'm only... A messenger. Show me some love. Come on, y'all. Real Pastor Wade, that's me. I'm, I'm your buddy. 
W-A-I-D, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just let me know. Just tell me. Hashtag, I'm your buddy. Just listen. We're friends. We're supposed to be in fellowship. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. There ain't no reason for me to lie to you. Listen, I'm only listening. I'm only presenting something. You choose. That's all I'm doing. This is only a conversation. We just talking, y'all. We just talking. Here's a did you know fact. According to surveys from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and others, do you know over 80% of the people who come to the Lord are led by friends, not events or crusades? Uh-oh. In addition, 80% of the people who do come to know the Lord at crusades were brought there by friends, people like you and me. Oh, my goodness. Let me reshift. I got to say that again, y'all. I got to say that again. According to surveys from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and others, over 80% of people who come to the Lord are led by friends, not events or crusades. In addition to the 80% of people who do come to know the Lord at crusades were brought there by friends, people like you and me. God is in the relationship business. We are in the relationship business. The only time somebody is going to be saved or learn how to apply their faith is through some type of fellowship. That's why we're supposed to point our children. It says, uh, we are the bowls and they are the arrows and we're supposed to shoot them towards God. We are supposed to help those uh, uh, as God draws people closer uh, to him. To, we're supposed to show in our lifestyle and our relationship with them to show them how it is. See, that's why God said, how can you love me whom you don't see? And you don't even love your neighbor who you do see. That's God's measuring stick is how we treat one another. And right now we at each other's throat. Why do we why do you think the faith meter is so down? It's so low. It's almost empty right now. The faith meter is low. And there's a just a group, a small remnant across the world right now that God is forming right now that is going to lead this new charge as we usher in this new era of end times. Oh, yeah, we, we're, oh, boy, we're on the accelerated path. And you may hate a, me now or a guy like me or a woman like me right now, but you're going to need one like me or somebody else that think like me because we're going there. It is coming without question. Also, when you talk about how to share your faith, which, what else can you do? Depend on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> My girl, Minister Mel Melody, listen, uh, I love her. And when you talk about a woman, it's always talking about, listen, what does the Holy Spirit say? That's the, that's the one right there. And she'd be right. She'd be right. It's just depend on the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 2, 4 through 5. At my and my speech and my preaching were not with pervasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Listen, I didn't write it. Don't get mad at me. Next thing, develop real, authentic Relationship. That's First Corinthians nine nineteen through twenty three. Do y'all want me? Y'all want me? Y'all want me to read that real quick, huh? I know you do. Okay, I'll read it real quick. It says, "For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more." 
and to the Jews, I became a Jew that I might win Jews to those who are under the law as under the law that I might win those who are under the law to those that are without the law as without law, not being without law toward God, but under the law towards Jesus that I might win those who are without law to the weak. I became as weak that I might win the week. I have become all things to all men that I might be all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake that I might be a partaker of it with you. Now I know somebody's going to say, well, ain't that what we do when we conform to the world? Stop it. No, you're hiding. That's another story. We ain't going to leave it alone. It says develop a real authentic relationship. Paul is saying here that he became all things to everybody. He was going exactly where they are, not violating any, uh, uh, his relationship with God. But listen, he's showing them, listen, I'm a real person through real person too. I'm, I'm somebody that went through some stuff as well. Listen, he even said I was a chief sinner. Listen, he said, I'm all things to everybody. And that's the thing about Paul, why, why uh, we hold him in high esteem. He was everything to everybody and did what he had to do uh, to win souls for the Lamb's role. And we as a church have definitely forgotten that and definitely don't do that. Because, you know, everything right now is a brand name. I got to be relevant. Let me keep a brand name. Oh, that preaching. Woo, that was lit. Lit. He gave you or she gave you a great uh, word slogan and you, it was lit. That was lit. Are you serious right now? Man, we have reduced God's power and God's word to it being lit uh, into emotionalism. Oh, boy, I'm sorry. But this is where we are right now, y'all. If y'all don't want to hear it, listen. If y'all don't want me to keep it real, it's okay. I won't. You know, I'll just, we can just move on. But if when you listen to this today with Pastor Wade, you're going to get it real. Like I said, I'm just setting before you something, just like God did. You choose. I'm just giving you another perspective, just at just widening your gaze. Also, what are the keys to Andrew Phillips or anyone's good, effective witness? It is prayer and the ability to develop relationships. It boggles my mind how many Christians I know who have no relationships, friends, or even acquaintances outside of the church. They only know other Christians and only shop in other Christians' businesses to the point they are in a subculture of a Christian-only mindset. Ouch. That's just self-explanatory right there. Kind of like uh, so uh, heavenly-minded, but no earthly good. It becomes uh, monasticism without the piety, which means reverence for God. This is a travesty. Yes, we are to have fellowship and our principal relationship should be with people who are in Jesus. But how can we be salt and light if we never go where the salt and light is needed? God does not call us to separate from others. Oh, let me say that again. God does not call us to separate from others. In fact, it is the opposite. We are to go to them without being contaminated by them. Scripture warns us that we are to be the influencers, not the ones being influenced. Listen, if you don't believe me, Proverbs 15, 30, Matthew 5, 13 through 16, 2 Corinthians 5, 19 through 20, Ephesians 4, 20 through 24, Colossians 3, 5 through 17, and 1 Peter 3, 2 through 3. Are you a maker and a builder of friends? That is a question. Think about that. 
Are you a maker and a builder of friends? How so? Why not? This is not about being an extrovert or having the personality to do so. Yes, some are better at it than others, but we all are called to make friends, to be honest. I am not uh, good in this era, area. Well, I'll take that back. Actually making friends, I am good in that area. <laughs> I was trying to think about it like, yeah, I can make friends pretty easy because my personality. Uh, I can do that. I can make friends because uh, I want people, anytime they have an experience with me, I will when they leave my presence, I want them to be, it'll be an enjoyable experience. Like they, they remember that we had a connection, not what they did for me or I did for them. But you got to understand that uh, it don't matter if you're introvert or extrovert, making friends is key when you talk about sharing your faith. It's monumental because what happens is before God, people really get to know who God is. They're really getting to know you that is in God. <laughs> so they, they're learning you and they're going, well, wow, I see how you treat me. Well, how did, where did you learn how to treat me like that? Oh, that stems from the relationship I have with God, that God said, this is how I'm supposed to have a relationship. This is how he, this is his measuring stick is if I love him, how I treat you. That's simple. We all can do that. That basically going to make friends is really showing really our relationship that we have with God and what kind of relationship we have. Now, listen, I'm not saying let's let's not be naive and that you're going to let everybody into your friend circle. Let, 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 I'm not saying that. But understand this. It is us that have to show who God is through our relationship. Let's be purposeful to whom you're going. We need to have a target before we can aim uh, the gospel. Also, be real, caution, be genuine. Guard against only getting to know people so you can witness to them. Yes, that is a primary aspect, but we are called to be in relationship. If people find out who are only interested in prosthesizing or, or, or isolating, your witness will be compromised to nothing. Be excellent. Do not be a nuisance, especially at work. Don't get me started. And also be willing to take the time. We have to be willing to go where the people are and spend time with them. It may take years for a missionary on the field to learn the language, the culture, and build connections before he or she can be used effectively. Be a friend. Be a friend winner. You've got to master being a friend winner. The purpose of our witnessing is to offer people the relationship with Christ. This is the best done when we have a relationship with them. We must first win them as friends before we can win them uh, to the Lord. Be a smile maker. Oh my God. Smile at people, y'all. It takes 72 muscles to frown, but only 14 to smile. People love a smile. Think about how you feel when somebody smiles at you and realize how important it is to do it to others too. Next thing, be a person who uses people's names. Call people by name, especially y'all that'd be forgetting people's name in like five seconds. Take the time to remember somebody's name and use it. The sweetest music to anyone's ear is the sound of one's own name. Next thing, be engaging. Speak to people. Take the chance. Step up to the plate. Venture beyond your fears. Engage someone in dialogue. Be willing to keep your friends close, but also go outside of your clique 
and comfort zone to talk to others. There is nothing as nice as a cheerful word or an honest, friendly greeting. You know it when you uh, get a nice greeting. So why not give one to others? Be friendly and helpful. Most people I have known and observed who have a few or no friends do not make the effort to be a friend. If you would like to have friends, then be friendly. Be caring. Be genuinely interested in people. Take the time to listen and show you care. Next thing, be pleasant and cordial. Be a person who is nice and engaging to others. Speak and act as if they are the most important persons in the room and do so as if it is genuine pleasure as it should be. Be considerate with the feelings of others. Also, be thoughtful of the opinions of others. Oh my goodness, that's a whole nother subject right there. Also, be an encourager. Be generous with praise. Seek to find something that a person has done that is good, a personality trait, what they are wearing or a smile that you notice and let them know. Be the person who takes the time to encourage others, but do so honestly. No one likes a pretentious pretender. Most people go through their day, some even surrounded by Christians, and they are never encouraged. Be cautious with criticism. Oh, don't get me started, y'all. No one likes to be patronized or put down. There are times we are to correct others or motivate them in a better direction, but we must do so with an attitude of love and care, showing patience, respect, and tact, even while being firm. And the last thing, ladies and gentlemen, and we are done with this conversation, be ready to give your witness. What counts most in life is who is who we are in Jesus and then our response of gratitude for what he has done for us by doing for others. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray. Oh, my good God almighty. You enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode 12, How to Apply Faith. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes were released every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. And remember, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Also, for anything to become a habit, psychologically take 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remember in all thy getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned remember faith without works is absolutely dead apply these tools and take your faith to a whole nother level a special thanks to my man kevin clayton kc happy new year brother and i appreciate everything at i am music group and erica duff uh, for the artwork and the flow therapy morning show and everybody listen to me right now on the Uncommon Gospel Network. I thank you so much. Alex Teamer, AKA Team for the Baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, that is my pastor. And Lena Bird Miles for This Is The Day intro. And Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Shout out to Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghostbusters Mobile Ministry. A special shout out to all the California Worship Center family in North Hollywood. Remember to subscribe to This Is A Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you would like to discuss on This Is A Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories of what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. 
You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 